morning, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. I also want to remind you guys, if you have any suggestions for any topics, please send them. I love it. I love it when I get suggestions from you. More than likely, I will have it on one of those episodes because I am here to be of service. So go ahead and email me at T-A-L-A-I-B-R-A. 8888 at gmail.com. And your question or your suggestion, you know, you might not think it's uh, big enough or important enough, but I promise you, uh, some other person, if not more, of course, might have the same question that you may have. So thank you guys already in advance for speaking up for the collective with your suggestions. So send them right on over. We'll check them out. All right. So. <laughs> It's been an interesting week up here in Texas. We've had some major floodings, and I mean like significant rain, <laughs> like overkill, friends, overkill. But it's okay. We're dealing with it as it comes. You know, there's things I cannot control. And um, I've learned that stressing about the idea of whether it's going to rain or not, that I, I cannot control that. I can only control what I do on my end to protect myself and my family uh, from this rain, I guess, is the best way to say that, and also protecting this home. But that's all I could do. The rest is going to be up to time, nature, and whatever nature decides. Um, yeah, it's been, been wild over here with people going back to school and the weather. <laughs> I guess the weather is saying I'm ready for fall. Well, we're listening. Enough of that chatter. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to be discussing something that I hear all the damn time. And I want to make sure that I address this right away. I may have sprinkled this topic here and there as part of other topics. But tonight, it really needs its own episode because I hear it so darn much. And, um, and I'm referring to when people say I'm a people pleaser. In our society today, nobody ever says this in a negative way. I mean, they mean it as like a martyr, or at least they're sounding like I'm a martyr, like I'm such a good person, I'm a people pleaser. And, and, and they think it's a compliment to themselves somehow. And they're stressed because I have, I'm always pleasing people, blah, blah, blah. But today I'm going to tell you how probably you know, what you thought people pleasing meant would is not what it is. Okay, in a clinical sense, in a wise sense, this is this is something that we all need to learn about people pleasing, because once we know what it means, then we'll really be careful f with our motive and we're going to probably implement more change in that area. So let's talk about people pleasing. First, people pleasing is the idea of me pleasing others, meeting their needs. Sometimes I place the pleasing of others and the and their their approval as priority in my life this can become significantly distressing for a person it's not born overnight so it takes years in the making for us to prioritize other people's emotions and feelings and and thoughts and and behaviors we prioritize that because it feeds a benefit, a large benefit to ourselves. Well, some people might ask, I don't think this is really benefits other people if I'm trying to please them. Yeah. But if we look at the motive a little, a, little, a tad bit closer, just walk right, right closer, you'll find out that 
I want to be needed by people. I want to be accepted by people. I'm afraid of rejection, so I'll please people. Yeah, it sounds all great in the beginning. I'm getting what I want, which is the acceptance, the the um the attention or whatever it is I'm wanting to get, the approval of others. But eventually, because my boundaries are usually blurred, I will start creating a little resentment on the inside. I'll give, 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 give to others, but secretly, I have a hope, secretly, I have a hope that they're going to pay me back with how much I'm giving them. I'm definitely sure that this occurs is because when we overgive, when we overgive, it is not for the purpose of just to, uh, just to give, especially if it causes us to mess up our own boundaries. In a lot of ways, it becomes a pressure or a burden in, to our life to please another person. If we're, if we're crossing these lines, more than likely, in the end, we are going to resent it. First of all, we're teaching a person, whoever we're trying to please, we're teaching them that they don't have to put much effort back. They don't have to reciprocate. In a lot of ways, we even choose that person from the beginning that way. A person that takes, takes, takes. We like to feel needed. If we're people pleasers, we like to feel needed. So we'll be attracted to a person that likes to take, take, take. We will not be waiting for a person to give us something back. Most of the time, we end up trying to respond to an individual by um, trying to read their minds, figure out what they want or what they need before they even say it. This is a habit that starts really when we're young. We're taught to think, a lot of us are, that if we think for ourselves or what we want, what we think and what we feel, if we pursue those things, then we are selfish. And we live in a society that basically perceives that, that if you think about yourself, you are selfish, even though that is exactly what you're born to do. I can't really read other people's minds. I can't really uh, feel other people's feelings. Uh, I can only feel my feelings or read my own thoughts in my mind. And basically, most of us are not even good at that. But I learned to do that early on. I would say somewhere in childhood, it, as a way to get my needs met. Guilt may be used on me as a way to raise me, as a way to get me to do things. Statements like, you shouldn't have done that. Uh, share, don't don't be selfish. Uh, let's see. You should have known. You should have known. Um, things like that. These statements are kind of... Uh, implying that somehow I need to read somebody else's thoughts, minds, and if I don't read their own needs before they do, uh, then I am selfish. This is troublesome because as we age, we now get our needs met by learning to do this thing where we people please. We have poor boundaries and we learn to read between the lines a lot, assume things about others so we can meet their needs. You know, if a person is uncomfortable with something and they're saying it to us, like, I, you know, I had a flat tire, we're quick to jump and, and, and offer things to them, offer solutions. We even are part of that solution for them. Like, yeah, I can help you fix a tire, blah, 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 blah. Like instead of them waiting or instead of us waiting for them to ask, we will just hop on that like it's like it's 
the easiest thing in the world. We just, we just think it's our cue to jump in and save people. Again, it sounds almost nice, but eventually it, it kind of bites us in the rear when the person that's been taking all of a sudden we try to ask them for something and they don't give us that thing back. We will now lose our mind. We'll become angry. We'll hold that resentment or that grudge. We'll say, well, I, I did all these things for you. Even if we don't tell them directly, I'm mad at it in my head. I'm repeating this shit over and over. I, I did this for you and I did this for you. You didn't give me that back. Look what I did for you. And we'll get offended because this person participated in their free will and said, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to give you that back. You know, but oh no, a person that's people pleasing will tend to have a resentment towards that person. So it's not the most compassionate thing we find when we give, 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 not allow for the opportunity to reciprocate properly before we give more, right? Then, uh, it becomes a problem because yeah, it feels good at the beginning, but you know, now it's my turn. I want something, but I haven't taught that person that they're allowed to contribute. I've taught that person that I can save them, save them, save them, save them and be everything to them. And, um, they don't have to give much in return. And so they, of course, they will be upset or somewhat like, uh, I don't know, maybe not as responsive when we ask for something back. That relationship in its original form was not created in a balanced way that eventually it will not reach balance. <laughs> right? Eventually that person will not pay back. What you're doing from the beginning is teaching that person. If I'm a giver, 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 I'm teaching that person to take, take, take. So that relationship dynamic has been established that way. The foundation is that way. So all, all it's ever going to go to is that way. So think about it, whether you're involved in a marriage or you're involved in a friendship or you're give, 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 give. And then all of a sudden you ask for something and you don't get it. How, how does that feel? And if this often happens to you, then we definitely need to check on that today. We need to admit that people pleasing is not the most compassionate thing. People pleasing is about controlling. Yep. It's about controlling outcomes here and especially controlling other people's responses, others, people's liking us for certain reasons. And yeah, they will like us because we do things for them, but I promise you it'll be a superficial liking. It won't have the depth and the quality that equality in relationship has, right? Where two people really care about one another and they build gradually. This will be about transactions, who is performing what and somebody's keeping score and somebody did this more, more than the other person. And this is getting thrown back and forth. So Again, people pleasing is not, is not the com most compassionate or does not have the most compassionate motive when we look a little deeper. So I want people to be careful with that. I want people to look out and see in, in their own life where they are being everything to everyone, <laughs> uh, especially people that we want something from them. And usually it's something so subtle, like their approval, like their their time, their attention. We want that so bad that we just become people pleasing. Our boundaries jump out the window. 
for example, if I have, uh, if I'm seeing someone and all I give them is sex, then I'm teaching them that that's what I'm willing to give and they don't have to give much more. And eventually this becomes problematic for some people because they might give sex at first to start a relationship, but they don't know how to, uh, which will start somewhat of a relationship, but it's not going to be the, it's not going to have the depth of an intimate relationship where there's communication, reciprocation, all that. Just sex at this point is being used for a quick connection. I'm pleasing another person and, um, but eventually I'm going to want more. So, but that's my way of getting them hooked at first. It doesn't really work. It doesn't really work often. We will be eventually disappointed because that person who just, just wanted the sex didn't invest like the person who, you know, may have given up the sex or used the sex for a different motive. Yeah. So controlling other people's behavior through people pleasing can in a lot of ways leave us in a place where we're, our needs are not being met. And after a while of doing this, going all the way into adulthood, we will have difficulty receiving equality from a person. So we'll feel comfortable with a person that likes to take, 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 you know, quickly. Because in a lot of ways, when they take, take, take quickly, they validate our self-esteem if a person doesn't take from you quickly, think about it. If you're always been a people pleaser and your self-esteem is not that great, you'll start to question wh whether you're valuable because they don't want something from you like that. So you see what I mean about people pleasing and what it really, really means? Because it is a problematic thing. Our society likes to teach that people pleasing is less selfish, but it does not, it's, it does not appear to be that way. <laughs> it is actually in reality, probably very self-seeking type of activity to people. Please, its motives are, uh, unkind and it's about control. It's about being needed and wanted by others. It doesn't respect equality. It doesn't wait for it. Going back to people validating us quickly. We just can't sit still unless people need us or that we're needed or that they accept our help. We just don't know what to do with ourselves without all that. So to heal this within us, we really got to check our motives. Start by checking your motives. Every time you're about to do something, if you want to say yes or no to a request, really, really look at it. Is your yes really about a yes? I'll do this thing for this person without expectations of them giving it back to me later. Am I really just doing this thing for reasons that are not to control the response or expectations? Practicing self-honesty here is key. Labeling your motive. You're allowed to say yes or no to something. But if you are saying yes to a lot of things when you really, really, really mean no, that's when I need you to check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's where I need you to jump right in and do the dirty work of having to tell yourself the honest truth. You know, I, I really need to say no here because if I do say yes, I'm going to eventually resent it later. 
for example, if my boss comes and asks me, Tala, can you work on, you know, Fridays? And I usually take Fridays off. And I say yes, because I'm afraid. I made up this whole story like, oh, what if my boss decides to fire me because I don't say yes to, to working on Friday, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I create this whole scenario thinking that I know what my boss wants and needs and what she's expecting of me. And, and then I say, okay, fine, I'll work, even though I really don't want to work on Fridays, uh, then what's going to end up happening is eventually I'm going to resent my boss. I'm going to even be angry at her thinking that she's the one who made me work on Friday. But no, she didn't. It was me and my need to control outcomes because I am just not comfortable with people feeling their own feelings and their discomforts. I have to read their discomforts way too damn quickly before they even decide to verbalize them. That's what I mean. It's This is a lot, people. This is obsessive and it's and it's ingrained in, in a lot of us and it's it's just, it's just not, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. So wait for people to tell you about their discomfort before you start making up a story about how they're going to get uncomfortable with whatever your wants and needs are, which happens to a lot of people pleasers. They feel that other people, that their wants, their own wants and needs would be a discomfort to others, you know? So they even ignore their own wants and needs, but eventually it catches up because it has to get really, really bad for the people pleaser in order for them to start making a freaking boundary. At which point, oh my God, it just becomes explosive, overreactive to a situation where the preventative work could have been done. So that's why we check the damn motive. If you want to say yes to something, make sure you understand why you're saying yes. But if you are saying yes, when you really mean no, please be aware of it and start interrupting that pattern of behavior and response because you are really going to thank yourself for it later. That's how we end up healing it. So first thing is checking your motive. The second thing I want you to do to heal this is to sit in the discomfort of people feeling whatever it is that they want to feel about, well, whatever they want to feel about. So what I mean by that is a lot of us that are people pleasers usually don't allow people to think and feel for themselves. We need to allow people to have their own privacy to think and feel for themselves. Usually we'll think about how this is, if I say yes, it'll make them this way, it'll make them feel this way. And if I say no, it'll make them feel this way. And I feel bad is what I hear often people saying. I feel bad if I say no. I feel bad. if I, Yeah, it almost sounds compassionate, but later I might say yes, but later I might resent them and I might get angry at them because they just didn't leave me alone. And they're always asking me to do stuff. Well, <laughs> you've taught them to always ask you to do stuff. I mean, you've, we've trained people to treat us the way they're treating us, right? So we have to start taking responsibility for ourselves, how we feel and we think. However, we need to leave other people to think and feel on their own and wait for them to be uncomfortable instead of you creating discomfort about whatever you think they're going to be uncomfortable about and then reacting to it before they even have a chance to be uncomfortable about it. Allow people to just be whatever, just be, just be when they're around me. I don't need to think and feel for them. And when I find myself trailing off thinking and feeling about their thoughts and feeling, I need to step out of there. I'm not a psychic. I'm, I need to tell myself, Tala, you're just not a psychic. Don't go into other people's thoughts and feelings. You're not that good. Damn it. You're not that good that you'd be that accurate. So that helps us get grounded. We want to get grounded. We want to keep fluttering like a freaking leaf all over the place as a people pleaser. It's draining emotionally, energetically, and we need to very well be taking care of ourselves 
Because when we are in a place of self-care and self-love and we have uh, good boundaries, right? Good boundaries. I'm not talking about too rigid or too stiff or too loose. Somewhere in the middle, you know, I know when to say yes. I know when to say no. And when saying yes means that later on I'm going to be burdened by it, I'm going to go ahead and say no because that's the most compassionate thing. I want to love that person later. So I'm going to tell them no now so this way I can love them later and not blame them for, for, the, for my inability to say no. So it's pretty important, you guys, these steps, which are very little, right? Identifying the motive and next, stop thinking and feeling for people. Those are just the two steps I want you to do while you are about to people, please. Okay. Does that mean that we never do nice things for people, give them presents, whatever? That's not what it means at all. People take it to extremes. And if you're taking it to extremes, let me bring you back somewhere in the middle. We are meant to be giving love and receiving love equally, right? So that's where we're going to get it, to giving love and receiving love equally. If I keep giving, giving, giving to a situation and I'm not getting anything back, you need to see that. I need to see that in order for us to make sure that we are not drained and we are moving on from it so we can get the love we deserve and we can create relationships that are healthier and equal. But if I continue to give, 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 and I'm finding myself giving even when they give, when the other person gives less and less and less, and I still give, 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 I need to check my motives. Where the heck, what, what am I wanting from all this, right? Why am I not stopping this? How far does it need to go before I really start putting a boundary there and start meeting my own needs? Because that's really what I'm made to do. I promise we are made to meet our own needs, to think our own feelings, to want what we want. Um, you know, our children even are the same way. They are built to meet their, their needs. We are there to guide them. And because they are smaller, we are there to help them with the other things that they're not able to meet their needs with right? But eventually they're going to have to pick up that spoon and feed themselves. They're going to have to put on those socks and then the shoes and tie their laces at one point, eventually venture out in college, meet people, introduce themselves at gatherings and parties, make friendships happen here. So they're really doing stuff without my permission and without my ego jumping in and on, on, on it, on everything and taking control. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say about people-pleasing because it's, it's a common thing in clinical practice. I don't think I'm the only therapist in the world that experiences that. I think not only therapists, but people all over the place uh, have a need to please and, you know, see where that takes you. If it's in a place where it's off balance and I'm doing a lot with that, then, you know, save yourself from it. Start healing that part of you that needs that approval, that needs that control of others' responses or outcomes on the outside of me. You know, see how much control you really want from these situations. Be honest with yourself. And when you do that, then we start to heal. We don't have to be perfect. We're not meant to be perfect. But we want to be whole, meaning that I know all my nasty blind spots, my characteristics that I'm not so... Uh, uh, kind with, right? I need to know these parts of me, the shadow and the light and accept all of it. So this way I can work on it. But if I always make excuses for my people pleasing, and I think I'm that great and I'm wonderful, I never expose it to myself like I should, then I'm just going to keep doing it. And eventually I'm going to keep blaming people, blaming people, and I'm never going to get my needs met because I just, I just can't stand 
being in a situation where I don't control how much I'm needed to which, yeah, I can get that control, but it'll be temporary and I'm not getting anything back because I'm teaching that person to just keep taking, taking. Certainly not teaching them to keep, to give equally. I'm not, I'm not waiting for that. I just can't, I just can't in a people pleasing situation. Yeah. I hope this made sense. And, uh, I hope that this is useful to you or anybody that you love. Go ahead and send that episode to them. I think practicing self-honesty here is key. We need to change this. If we grew up in that belief that, you know, we're people pleasers and people pleasing is a great thing. And I'm a people pleaser and you say it proudly. Stop. Stop saying it proudly. This is what it means. I hope you understand what it means. So this way we don't say it proudly anymore. <laughs> I want to just ruin it for you. <laughs> and I hope I did tonight. I hope you never say that shit again. <laughs> okay. I love you guys. And um, I wish you guys well, wherever you guys are at. I'm sending you love and light and the wisdom in being comfortable with other people's discomfort. This has been an episode of Drive Through. Thank you.